Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called God is Speaking, and it is one wild ride. God does indeed still speak. That is the topic at hand. Yes, I certainly believe the canon of Holy Scripture is complete, but I also believe that God has not lost His voice or His will to communicate with His children. But I am curious, so I'm going to get personal with you for a minute. Why do you want to hear God speak to you? As I write, I picture faces around the world staring at computer monitors, laptops, iPhones, and the like, or perhaps listening via podcast. But stop and consider why hearing from God in such a way that you could understand it was really Him would be important to you. For surely, God does communicate in a still small voice through Scripture, through other believers, through dreams and visions, through circumstances like open and closed doors, and a knowing in our innermost beings. And one more thing, by showing us His power and great love for us in answering our prayers, including sometimes prayers we never prayed, but in the ways He wants to bless us and show us His love. Allow me to elaborate on this last point a moment. There is a man I know although not well, but who I'm getting to know a little more each week. A guy whose world came crashing down in September with a tragic loss in his immediate family. But somehow in the five months since that horrible day, God has shown up in this man's life. I wish you could see and and hear the incredulous expression as he talks about this undeniable reality. Maybe the best thing ever this side of heaven. When he only knew to cry out his pain to God, God heard. When he could only utter guttural sobs, God collected all of his tears in a bottle. I know that because the Bible says it so. The psalmist wrote, You keep track of all my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. When he did not know how he would sleep, or if he did, how he could get up and possibly put one foot in front of another, well then, God carried him. Doubt me? He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. Isaiah 40, verse 11. God gently led my friend who lost his young. He has led him quite tenderly. When food and the basic necessities of living and working were an afterthought, friends rushed in. Friends locked arms with him and held him up. Or perhaps they were angels. Like when Jesus was in the desert, God sent angels to bear him up. Right? And, well, you've heard of angels unaware. Hmm. And when nothing could soothe his soul but Jesus, friends gave him Jesus too. Oh, don't misunderstand. He believed in God before, but more or less kept him on a shelf, a small part of his identity, but by no means his center or reason for living. Friends who cried with him gave him the only thing they knew could make a difference, a loving Jesus and the closeness of the Holy Spirit within, and prayer upon prayer upon prayer. Intimate friends shared from their own intimate experiences with God and invited him to reach for God.
and he did. Reminds me of the woman that Jesus spoke to at the well at midday. A breaking of every social moray of that day, I might add, that he, a Jew, would speak to a lowly, despised Samaritan. That he would speak to a woman in broad daylight. Oh, and one more thing. This woman was a loose one. She had already had five husbands and was living with another. Jesus talked to her. Tang, I love that. In broad daylight. Shameful. Unless you were Jesus, of course. Jesus came at midday to banish shame to its rightful place, the bottom of the well that he leaned against. In case you are wondering, he is still doing the same thing today. You know the story from John chapter 4, right? The women did what friends do. They introduce other friends to Jesus. Yep, she ran back to town and said, Hey, come and meet the man who told me everything about me and loved me anyway. And they came. And they came. Power of influence. Funny thing, this loose woman was despised by the townspeople, yet influenced those who scorned her enough so that they came. They too met Jesus. Oh, I love it. Only God. So wait, what about this man? What does my new friend have to do with God speaking? God shouted out his love in a thousand different ways to get his attention. I heard him say the other day, in every area of my life, things are different. Things have changed. And in business even, you might ask him, Oh, man, I can't even tell you what is happening. Big things, crazy things, miraculous things. And there's no other explanation. Well, then God. Yeah, God speaks. And he does so in a myriad of different ways. But he speaks so that we will open ourselves up to more of him. So that when we do, he can come and blow our minds like he has my new friend. Thank you, God. And thank you, new friend. Isn't this life a wild ride? If you'd like to read this or consider the sources that I attach to it, and the Bible scriptures, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Powerful Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings, and again, the title of this one, God is Speaking, and it is One Wild Ride.